I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. <laughs> You're on the crazy train. Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to a beautiful weekend here in Wisconsin. It is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors, where we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. Trust me, we're unrehearsed. Phone lines are now open, so if you want to give us a call, get involved in the conversation with any questions or comments, 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. Or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Now, I'm Tom Neubauer. My co-host, Dan Bush, he's just running a little late. He'll be here in a little bit, but we do have somebody new in the studio today. We got Sam Schmitz. Sam, good morning. He's uh, producing today. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm on a, we're in Brewers postgame last night, so I'm on a few hours of sleep, but <laughs> hey, we're here and we're, we're ready to work, man. Yeah. Hey, I was going to, uh, I was going to, I asked you earlier, I said, hey. What's with Nick Bodie? He takes off every other week. <laughs> That's something you got to ask him. Yeah, I know. Well, he's still out in Sun Prairie, I think. Yeah, he's. Yeah, uh, I think he's, he's still... moving to Milwaukee soon. Pretty so soon, yeah. He doesn't have to deal with all his commuting and all that. Yeah, um, I know that's been a big pain on him, but yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully it, it'll be easier in the future for him down the road. Yeah, he said he was going to uh, uh, be moving, really, actually fairly close to the station. Yeah, not I think too far in between away. Milwaukee and Hills Corner. Yeah, sometime in May, I think it yeah. was. I think. Well, anyway. But uh, we got a lot of stuff to do on the show today. I got to remind everybody of, of something that we have three advertisers that all have fishing gear. Now, Midwestern Shooter Supply has got a lot. Uh, Sherpers and Hales Corners, and uh, especially Hales Corners, we got a lot. 
Uh, Sherpers in Oconomowoc has got good fishing gear. And also new is uh, over at Carl's Country Market, one of our sponsors. They not only have live bait, but they also have your basic fishing stuff. You know, like hooks, bobbers, sinkers, things like that. Uh, they got some rod and reel combos, you know, not too expensive. So uh, they're getting into that because, you know, out there in Menominee Falls, let's face it, folks, there, there's no place to buy live bait out there, you know, really. And and Sherpers now in Hales Corners, we have live bait too. We've got uh, wax worms, night crawlers, leaf worms, and red worms. So no minnows, though. No no minnows. Uh, those are too squirrely. But uh, anyway, they're uh, fishing. This, this should be a great weekend. We got really nice weather now. We got some more fronts coming in, of course, like on Sunday night. So I think, you know, this is opening day of game fish season. Did you know that, Sam? Today is opening day of game fish season on the lakes in Wisconsin. I did not, but I was always yeah. curious, like, when the schedule and all that worked out for this. Yeah. Uh, normally, uh, before today, you could go out and catch bluegills, crappies, perch, you know, catch panfish. Mm-hmm. And on the rivers, the walleyes were open, uh, you know, on the rivers. But. Now is the game fish. All of them are open May 6th. Well, except for muskies up in northern Wisconsin. That opens a little bit later. Also, largemouth and smallmouth bass open a little bit later on up in northern Wisconsin. But for right now, it for everybody here around us here, it's it's game on. You know, people are uh, get gearing up. They're going out. There's probably a bunch of people out there right now at the launches. They're already fishing. And I expect bass fishing uh, to be really good. Even though the game fish season is open, there are still going to be a lot of people out there fishing for the crappies and big bluegills. You know, they're they're going to be doing it because a number of the lakes in our area were really hot the last couple of weeks. Uh, as a matter of fact, when my son and I went out, not last Sunday, Sunday before, man, we just smacked them. You know, it was great. And uh, now we've been eating fresh crappies. You know, which is which we like. Do you like eating fish, Sam? Oh yeah, I mean, um, I don't think I've ever like tasted anything specifically like you know. Um, musky and all that stuff yeah, like that but right. hey if fish is being served count me in <laughs> yeah exactly exactly especially if it's done right you know good fish fry that's awesome you know i i enjoy it too so i just had to let people know about all these different places that as a matter of fact the fishing selection and chirpers over the years has grown immensely and we're we're just waiting to get the new order of we've got a bunch of rod and reel combos but we're waiting to get the new order of all the the new stuff, you know, too, coming in, that, sh- that should be out hopefully by next week. And we got a big Strike King supply of stuff coming in. But we got a lot of stuff there already, so we're ready. We're, we're ready to go. And as a matter of fact, I'm ready to go, and i kind of upset that I can't be fishing right now, you know. But well, my middle son, he's going out. He's out there now, I guess. And uh, when I... You know, I, I'm not going to be working at Sherpers Saturdays anymore. This is my last Saturday morning at Sherpers. So I'll be doing Wednesday and Friday morning instead of Friday and Saturday morning. So now when I get out of the radio show, I can, if my son's out of the lake fishing, I'll just go to the boat launch and he can come pick me up and I can go out fishing now yeah. after the show. That sounds like uh, pretty much prime time too, yeah, as far well, as like getting off and down the lake. Well, you know. A lot of people think that you got to go early in the morning, just that sun up, you know, mm-hmm. and the lake is calm, you know, it, it, one of those things, you know, yeah. and I have always found like for bass fishing, no, no, <laughs> anytime, I, as a matter of fact, I usually find it better once the sun is up, you know, like 10, 11 in the morning, just because of the fact that I know where they're going to be at that time, whereas early in the morning, they're roaming, yeah. they're roaming around. 
Whereas once that sun comes up, they're either going to be in the weeds or under docks I, or in a little bit deeper water. I know where they're going to be. So I'll find them. You know, if there's bass in that lake, I'll find them. Don't worry. But uh, early in the morning, uh, yeah, it can be really good fishing early in the morning. Yeah, it can be. And, you know, sometimes is. But it's just that you got to cover more area. Anyway, and walleye fishermen now on the lakes, they're going to be here. I'll tell you one of the, boy, I tell you, I got a couple of hot spots for them that I'm afraid to just tell everybody about. <laughs> you know, I don't want everybody going there, you know, and taking taking my spots. So maybe maybe I might get into that earlier. Our uh, head guy who who's now passed away, John Lehman, he, he started this show years ago. He passed away a few years ago. And uh, he would always get mad at me because I wouldn't tell people where I was. I'd always say, well, I was over on Lake X or something. You know, you got to tell people where you are. Oh, man, a magician never gives away his secrets. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you go to your deathbed uh, keeping a few of those secrets under your armpits or whatever, or you might tell a close family member. But we do have a number of things to get into today as far as uh, some new things that are going on. And, and oh, and I got to tell you, by the way, at, on the gut report today at 630, I got something very interesting. Uh, you know, we've you've heard of the boiled fish they're not called fish fries. It's boiled fish dinners that they have up in Sheboygan every year. Uh, they have boiled fish days or they call them fish days or whatever it is, Port Washington, Sheboygan. And they make these huge cauldrons of boiled fish, right? And and it's very good. Guess what? I got the recipe for it. Uh, yeah, for uh, it comes from Sus- Suzette Curtis in the on wisconsin mag if you want the 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 whole thing written out and everything it's in the on wisconsin magazine that's a free magazine that you find at like all the quick trips uh sherpers all your basic gas stations and outdoor stores have it you know it's a free magazine and uh that's where i stole this recipe from (laughs) well i didn't steal it i just borrowed it but at least i gave her credit right i gave her the creds for it so i'll be doing that at 6 30 just letting everybody know um some of the things they get into today. I wanted to get into this with Danny, but he's running a little late. He should be here in a, just a few, you know, five, ten minutes. But there's a few things uh, that I wanted to get to about some big fish that were caught. Uh, down in Kentucky, they broke their state record, largemouth bass. It was 14 plus, plus pounds. You know what our state record is? No. What, what kind of fish is it, too? Uh, largemouth bass. Okay. Our state record is... Uh, Eleven three, you know. Sometimes, sometimes I forget these things. Yeah, well, but at least you got them written down. Damn, I I got a book. <laughs> I got a book just to make sure. I I should know this off the top of my head, but I'm sure it's eleven three. No, I, yeah, it is eleven three. Yeah, eleven pounds three ounce. But you know, down south they uh, tend to run a little bit bigger. You know, than up here. It takes them longer to grow up here in Wisconsin. So, uh, they, so they broke their state record. Another state record that was broke was in North Dakota. Their walleye state record is now fifteen pounds thirteen ounces. Now that's a heck of a big walleye. But what really makes this interesting, Sam, is that the fish was thirty-two and a half inches long. Now, if you go up to the Bay of Green Bay and you catch a 32-and-a-half-inch walleye, uh, you know, it could be 12, 13, 14 pounds, you know, somewhere in there. Uh, this thing was 32-and-a-half inches but weighed almost 16 pounds. And here, catch this. The guy caught it fishing in the Hart River from shore. Guy's on shore, just chucking something out. 
catches a state record. How many people around here wish they were fishing from yeah. shore someplace and catch a state record? Did, you know? Well, think about it too. All these people who put in the work and get in the boat, and I don't, I can't yeah. even imagine like all the equipment that they bring. And this guy's just sitting on the shore, exactly doing pretty yeah, much just, like a quarter of the work. Yeah, just sitting there taking it easy, you know, chilling out and catches a state record. That that is that is cool, you know. That really is. So, hats off to him. And then you know what a garfish is, Sam? Yeah, yeah. You've seen gar? They got the big long noses and all mm-hmm. that. Now in Wisconsin, you know, uh, yeah, they're running around twenty-four inches, roughly, give or take a few. You know, they're they're smaller, they're skinny, but every now and then in the state, you'll 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 see one that's uh, thirty-five, forty inches. You know, uh, pretty good size. Uh, they're they're kind of tough to catch because they're they're that that mouth that that nose that's sticking out that mouth is it's just all bone and teeth. I mean, it, you can't get a hook in it really. You gotta. You got to hope it just sticks on, you know, and, and you get them in. But anyway, down in uh, Oklahoma on Lake Texacoma, these guys were bow fishing. You know, you've heard of that, right? Out there with the bows and arrows, you know, they're bow fishing. I think they were, I don't know what they were fishing for. Maybe carp. A lot of people do it for carp and that. But this guy arrowed a six foot, nine inch, 170 pound alligator gar. I'm glad those things don't live up here yeah. by us. <laughs> I saw I saw one picture of those like probably almost a month ago, and I I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, man, this is why I'm glad to live in Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> On top of that, and like the fact that we don't have snakes and stuff like that. Like, oh, there are you know, there's poisonous snakes in Wisconsin. Oh, well, now I do. Oh yeah, there there, <laughs> there are there are rattlesnakes <laughs> along the Mississippi River. Oh yes, oh, there are, and and Just actually, when I I was safe. and other there are other areas in Wisconsin that are there are rattlesnakes. Yes, right. so you got to be careful if you're. High Hiking along the Mississippi, you know the the hill country up there, and the rocks that uh, the cliffs that overlook the Mississippi. Yeah, you got to they're there, they're definitely there. Okay, it's time for a break. I'm gonna go and see if Bushy's here yet. I'll go out the side door and check it out. Uh, I hope you're all listening uh, and telling your friends that uh, this is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. What do you think, Danny? An old Sam Cooke song. <laughs> Maybe we ought to go with some old gospel songs. There you go. There Elvis Presley pe- did a lot of there those. There will be peace in the valley. Yeah, we could do an Elvis. He did him. Uh, he did him with some soul and heart. But anyway, well, I'm glad you make it. I see you brought your boat with you today. You're going to Lake Michigan. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, my brother Tim is driving down from Oshkosh. And um going to meet him. We're going to go out uh, and hit the... Uh, we're going to head, head out of uh, Bender uh, boat launch, so that's why I'm hooked up, because I can just go south right. here to Ryan Road yeah. and uh, head on out. And, you know, I got my brother. He's a better net man than Komar, so once we, <laughs> if I hook a big brown again, I don't have to go through that heartache again of someone losing, losing my fish at the boat. But uh, And hopefully my nephew, uh, Drew might come up from Kenosha so I hope he hope he can um you know Tom whenever you're running late you you start a cascade of events where everything piles up to make you even more late yeah like when you're in a rush 
and you left a little bit too late, you're going to hit that stoplight. You're going to hit the train. Something's going to happen. You're going to have to go back. You forgot something. And I know something happened to you this morning. So this morning, (laughs) oh, yeah. So I had the boat all ready to go. And I had it just where if I'd gotten in the truck and just left right when I got in the truck and left and came straight here, I would have been fine. But then I thought... Well, I got to I got to get I got to get a uh I got to get a Red Bull. I got to get some. So I stopped at the gas station. Then I realize so that slows me down. Then I realize, oh, nuts. I forgot something back at my place, which I'll be talking about in a little bit. So I turn around and go back. Then I call you. Then I get all the way out here and it's like, oh, nuts. The ramp is closed. <laughs> so I got to drive all the way to Moreland. Yep. I mean, it's just you jinx yourself where mm-hmm. You know, everything's going that could possibly go wrong is going to go wrong to slow you up even yep. worse than you already. Yeah. Yeah, that damn ramp uh Thursday night over at Sherpers we had our scout night and uh which is just a crazy house full of scouts and their parents, you know. And uh I was showing like I told you I was going to be showing fishing knots, you know, just two fishing knots. So Anyway, that went well, but I forgot about that darn ramp being closed to get on the Highway 100, and I, too, had to go all the way out to Moreland, all the way down to in Muskego, and then all the way down. You know, I was like, son of a God. And then once I came down Grange here off of Moreland, yeah. man, it seemed to take forever to get here. Of course, it's the cops sit there and watch that pretty oh, heavily, yeah. so it's only yeah. 30 mile an hour. But for some reason, I guess when you're in a hurry, it takes twice, feels yep. like it takes twice as long because, mm-hmm. like, when I leave and go that way, it seems like in no time I'm on, you know, Moreland and heading home. But I guess I was just in a rush. But anyway, Tom, here's one of the things I forgot. And I want to uh, make this announcement here. Uh, today is May 4th, correct? Yes, today okay. is May 4th. Okay. Well, it, let me check the computer. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, you got it. You got that up with all our all of our one email here. Yeah. Today, there is a sale at my high school, at uh, Ronald Reagan High School, which is located on 20th, right off 20th and Layton. And here's the deal. The uh, athletic department's trying to do a fundraiser. And, uh, you know, we don't, you know, people criticize schools because they say, oh, you know, another school referendum, they're building multi-million dollar facilities and got, you know, maybe out in Heartland, okay, maybe some of those big schools, you know, they got mm-hmm. athletic weight rooms and training centers like mm-hmm. uh, like a college would be right. envious yeah, of, yeah. right? Arrowhead and some of those. When I was at our school years ago and tried to start a weightlifting club, I had to go on Craigslist and buy a bench press with my own money. One of the kids <laughs> helped me out. He says, we'll go to Craigslist and you will get you. When I told the guy it was for a school, he knocked a couple hundred dollars off. So, you know... It, it, so this is a school, we've got middle school lockers yet in there that the kids, okay. you know, we don't have air conditioning. I, oh, I really? Don't? There's no air conditioning. We start in August and we got kids. It's so hot that the nurse says, uh, send them down. You know, if anybody starts looking pale or starts, you know, sweating profusely or whatever. Oh, wow. They pass. <laughs> so then what we do, we pass out these freezy pops to the kids. During <laughs> the day. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. So long story short. Uh, we're trying to have a fundraiser which would help Ronald Reagan Athletics, and your money's really going to a good cause. They got a mattress fundraiser, save up to 50% off retail. So if any of our listeners out there are looking to get a mattress, uh, they got some great deals out there, all sizes available. 
uh, firm pillow top, orthopedic, latex, and gel memory foam sets. All mattresses are brand new with full warranties. Adjustable beds, luxury pillows, mattress protectors, name brands like Simmons Beautyrest. Layaway and delivery available. Cash, check, credit card. Uh, So they got um, some pretty good, I guess if you're looking for a bed, mattress, pillows. Um, So uh, some of the proceeds, of course, benefit Reagan Athletics. So that's today from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. in the Reagan High School cafeteria. So uh, I suppose you could just... um, you know, go through the front door, safety will probably ring you in or whatever and direct you straight up the stairs to the cafeteria. So any of our listeners out there, if you've been looking to get something, uh, you get a good deal and it goes to a good cause. That's what I forgot, this yeah. slip that I had to turn oh. around and go, because I promised <laughs> the guys that I would announce it. Uh, and you can do it again after in the 7 o'clock hour. Yeah. You know, just yeah. let everybody know. You know, there's another fundraiser that I'd even help you with if, if you wanted to do it okay. for Ronald That's Reagan it. Athletic Department. What's that? We could put on a fishing seminar. A fishing seminar? And have people, yeah, and then uh, get some places to donate some prizes, give people those little, uh, what are those little things that you buy at raffle things, a little raffle Ticket? ticket tickets, yeah. <laughs> and, and when they walk in, yeah, they get it. one, <laughs> and then we draw, draw draw those, and they'll they'll win some prizes, you know. Uh, but we, you could do a, a talk on uh, whatever, and I would do a talk, and uh, maybe we could where, raise some money well, there. We could do that. Where where could we hold that then? You right down. Well, could, in the well, Sherpers parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> How about the George Webb over here? <laughs> I think we get more money if we uh, we're put in a dunk tank where people can throw the ball and put oh, us in the water. Oh, they. I think. They, I think there's some people would like to throw us. That's in the what water. I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, when you weren't here, I brought up a couple of quick things. I'm just going to reiterate them because okay. you might have a com- comment on them. Uh, I'll, you might not. But this is the one that you might comment on. The, up in North Dakota, their state record walleye was broken. Okay? They got a new state record walleye. Okay. 32 and a half inches. That thing weighed 15 pounds, 13 ounces. Almost 16 pounds for a 32-inch fish. That's a heavy fish. Uh, you should have it on your computer at home. Oh, but anyway, but it, it's your, it's it's got a huge belly huge on it. Huge belly, yeah. On it. Oh, it's big fish. Anyway, uh, so I and get this guy's fishing from shore on uh, the Hart River. He's just fishing from shore, taking it easy. Catches a state record walleye. <laughs> hey, you know what? More power to <laughs> hey, him. Yeah. I like to see a guy like that. Yeah, uh, catch the big fish. I got a uh, a picture from. Uh, Dr. Sandy Flaster from uh, from Chicago. Actually, he's down in Sarasota for the. He's a snowbird. He goes there for the uh, winter, but he always goes with guides on Okeechobee. Yeah, okay. And he was out with a buddy about I don't know recently, and his buddy got like a ten point nine two pound largemouth. Yeah. And the amazing thing, it had a huge gut on it. Yeah. Uh, how how long do you think a ten pound normally would be you would think it'd be down down south you'd think 24 25 inches i guess normally the guy there said most if they're going to be 10 pounds more like 26 inches okay. or more but this one was i think quote air quotes only about 24 inches but it just yeah. had the well, enormous just, enormous yeah. stomach looked like a carp yeah i mean well and that's just this you know like up here uh, I caught a 24-inch bass one time. I caught a 20. Oh, actually, I caught a couple of 24s. I caught one 23 and a half out of Pewaukee. That was the heaviest one. But 
up here, a 24-inch bass it does not weigh as much as the ones down there. They just don't, except for that that one on Pewaukee, that 23-and-a-half-incher. You know that little island that's out in front of you, your yeah, place? Yeah, I caught it there. And uh, as a matter of fact, it made the cover of a magazine, okay? That thing, well, I, I should have had it weighed, but I released it, you know, and I should have mounted that. Maybe a seven-pounder? Uh, you know, I don't want to be known as one of those guys who exaggerate, but def- it had to be. It had to be. If you saw this picture, Danny, I mean, it was... It was heavy, you know. I mean, it had that big girth on it. You got it. that magazine yet? Uh, yeah, I got a copy of the yeah, cover yeah. at home somewhere. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But and I didn't Bring have that in. And you know what's nice? I didn't have to hold it out at arm's length. I was holding it. You can see my arms were bent. You know that it's in at, front of my body. It was actually, crazy. I think holding fish out too much. Yeah, actually makes it hard harder to tell how big it. Well, really of course, is. yeah, and that's what most guys I think want. They, 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 you really can't tell. Yeah. So you look and you go, well, is that really a huge fish or is he just got it distorted? Because he's you're better off, I think, doing a moderate hold yeah. where you hold it closer right. to your body, yeah. kind of out, yeah. and try and display the fish nicely. But like with your elbows bent, I think like the you fish. Right I think now. the yeah. fish. Yeah, why am yeah. I? Why with am your I, elbows bent? Just why am like I that. doing this right now? Like yeah. I'm holding a fish. I know, just like my that. Pen down here. Okay, <laughs> so you guys are holding guitars or something. Like that. <laughs> Next thing we'll be doing air that. guitar. Yeah, yeah, just holding. We're doing yeah. fish holds. <laughs> Talking about fish holds, you ever have clients that do not know how to hold a fish when you take a picture? Oh God, yes. It, you try explaining. <laughs> oh yeah. I probably would be right in that corner of not knowing, but hey, I mean, here's why uh, you, you guys are here. The biggest thing they try and do is they try and hold it like a sack of potatoes. So one hand's by the tail, one's by the head, and they bow it, yeah, like yeah, into yeah. A, a, you know, like a yeah, into a, a U, a U or shape, whatever. yeah, yeah and they just make it look, or they they grab the tail with their hand going over it and covering. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's covering the fish. And you yeah. go, no, cup it in and kind of angle the tail out yeah. towards me. And sometimes it's like you're you're trying to tell them and it still doesn't come no. out good. Well, listen, folks, we got to go to a break. Coming up next is the gut report. And don't forget, stay tuned because right after the 645 break, we have the Hornschwaggle brought to you by Carl's Country Markets and Baitmate uh, insect, uh, bait mate fish attractants and Coleman insect repellents. Stay tuned for more, folks. We'll be right back. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. That report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, like I teased about it, I do have the boiled fish recipe. And like I said before, this comes from courtesy of Suzette Curtis, and you can find the recipe in On Wisconsin Magazine, free at most gas stations and outdoor stores all over the place. But anyway, now this is for, it's a boiled trout. Now, there could be lake trout. Normally they do this with lake trout, but I guess you could do it with brown trout. I'm not sure, but I know it's lake trout. Okay, here you go. Now, you can make a lot more just double, triple, quadruple the recipe. Two pounds of trout fillets, two quarts of water, one carrot chopped, one onion chopped, one bay leaf, one teaspoon salt, one half teaspoon peppercorns, one half teaspoon parsley, and a quarter teaspoon of thyme. Now what you do is you place the trout in a Dutch oven and add all the ingredients. Bring to a boil. Now make sure you got the bones, by the way. Take the bones out of the fish. 
Bring to a boil, reduce the heat to gentle boil, and cook for 15 to 20 minutes, and then, you know, breaking up the fillets into bite-sized pieces. Remove the fish and serve with melted butter. That's basically your Sheboygan boiled fish, you know, dinner. That's basically what it is. You know, I went to a fish boil once. Uh, Guy I used to fish with actually had it at Eshwamo Bay Park in Mm -hmm. Green Bay. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, we did it right there. You know, most people are making brats. He Mm -hmm. had a couple big kettles and Mm -hmm. tons of people came, and it was all these chunked up brown trout and stuff, and it's really good. Yeah, it is good. So, folks, give it a try. If Now, if you missed anything, like I said, you can get that magazine on Wisconsin Magazine, or you can go to, what's that app? The Radio.com app, right? Radio.com app, yep. Yeah, and then just look for Cutting Edge Outdoors, or no, or go on uh, uh, 1057fmthefan.com, and uh, you, you go on there, look for Cutting Edge Outdoors, click on that, and then you'll be able to get the first hour or the second hour of the show. It, you know, it just covers everything, you know, and, and you can just repeat the second hour. I mean, the first hour. Anyway, we, uh, we're, okay, oh, wait a minute. I got to do this. This is important. The Gut Report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price selection and service at 51st in Oklahoma and Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. I'm going to save this recipe, Danny, because uh, now I haven't tried it, but I am. I guarantee you I will do it. I will do this recipe. You're going to need some trout, buddy. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna. I, I like either some, have to count like on some friend, from your friend Dan. <laughs> I was gonna say I either have to count on friends or talk my son and taking his boat onto Lake Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we ought to go out there sometime. You know what? I, I don't like going on Lake Michigan. I really don't care. I mean, number one, I don't care for the trolling. Number two, I get seasick, so I got to take Dramamine pills, which makes which makes me tired. Right. Did I ever tell you about time? But I'm... Lake Michigan is calm sometimes. I only go. Yeah, when that's it's calm. true. That's true. I was at a fundraiser one time out of Racine, uh, yeah. okay, on Lake Michigan. And as a matter of fact, that was a time I was on Bob Euchre's boat with Bob Euchre. Okay, sitting on his boat talking to him. He he wasn't the the jovial character that he normally is he on was radio about fishing. Oh God, is that guy serious? You know? Yes. Anyway. But uh, I was on this boat with uh, Racine Mayor and somebody else, right? And I had my Dramamine, which makes you sleepy, and I had a beer. I was snoring an hour into the trip, maybe not even an hour. I'm sitting on a chair snoring. <laughs> I was honestly. You impressed all the, dignita- <laughs> I you impressed impressed all the dignitaries that yep. you were lit- yep. with. Impressed them all. Now, Danny, I got something for you here. What do you got? All right. See these numbers? This is for you. Those are your numbers. Those are our hot picks for the Kentucky Derby. Today, they say 2 o'clock, but it probably won't happen until 2.30, the race. It it always takes a while, you know, for them to get everything done. Did I tell you to put 50 bucks? 48. 48? You got, well, it's in multiples of 12. Because if you pick four horses and box them for a dollar bet, it's $12. You know about sports betting? I do. And, okay, um, Sam knows. <laughs> did you did you do did you do forty eight as well? No, I did my my usual twelve. You're such a <laughs> one dollar. You did four. I did one. <laughs> He's such a chiseler. <laughs> well, and you know, out out of the years that we've been doing, see, I've got a friend. We normally win. I don't think well, we've ever lost, have we? Well, yes, once. Yeah, we, we lost a few. Do- well, 
yeah, we lost a few dollars where, you know, since we didn't win, we had to give my friend a no-name bookie because he goes down and puts the bed in for us. Uh, we had to give him the money. Uh, I think that happened twice. But other times we've we've won. One time we won pretty good. But normally you get that exacta and, you know, two of the four horses come in. Mm. And it's like, well, what do we, like last year, what do we, we just, we won like, a buck and a half a piece, so we just told the normal bookie. Keep we it. went out, had dinner with it afterwards. There you go. Yeah, one order, so we, we split we, an order of fries, and that was because the two favorites came in, and the odds were really low. So it. Didn't, what happened? Didn't the anything. horse die last year? No, not didn't, last year. Recently, didn't the horse die? Recently, oh. some horse did die. I did hear something about. I that. saw the cover yeah, of a. I can look it up. Real cover quick. of a yeah. uh, newspaper. It showed a bunch of women well, protesting. They're. What were the they protesting? The that the well, horse the, died? The, yeah, that the horse died. The care of the horse. Oh, so who was watching? Why did this horse die? No, I'll tell you what. These Cruelty trainers, animals. they take care of those well, horses. They're not cheap. No, those are expensive animals, and they take. I mean, they take good care of them. So the the horse probably just had maybe some internal problem, maybe a bad heart or something. But oh no, they take good care of them. They're not cruel to those animals at all. No way. Remember? Do you remember when the horse died on Animal House? The movie Animal yeah, House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they. Yeah, they. The yeah, joke, I don't remember it exactly, but the joke yeah. was to put the horse in like the dean's office. Yes, yes. And it died of a heart attack or something. <laughs> and then it rigor mortis set in, and I think they were like sawing off the legs trying to get it out the door. Or it was something, something weird. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember it exactly. I just remember John Belushi in a toga. <laughs> I remember him chanting toga. Yeah, toga. toga. They were yeah. all wearing all those guys in that fraternity were wearing togas. <laughs> it was a toga party. Well, the chicks were too. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a I yeah. think that was a big thing back then, going to a college toga party. I Food guess. Fight. Yeah. Did you find it? All kinds of stuff. No? No, I I typed in Kentucky Derby horse race uh, dies, and there was uh, way too much to filter there. Oh, <laughs> way too you know, much. You know, the way they handle it and all that. I, I yeah. was not expecting that when I Type Google searched it. dead horse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there well, we go. What we're going to do Dead right... horse protest. Yeah, there you I go. I guarantee you, you'll come up with a yeah. bunch of an angry mob upset that the horse died. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to... Are you ready to go to a break, Sam? Oh, yeah. All right. Quit horsing around over now, there. Let's go now, to break. I got to do this first. Coming up next one. is the Hornschwaggle. Danny's going to give you five statements. Three. Three statements. <laughs> you know, I'm getting more and more like John Lehman. <laughs> I am. Did you notice this? Yes, I yeah. did notice. Noticed anyway, a lot. Uh, Danny's going to give you three statements. Just don't answer the questions yeah. yourself. Right. And you're, yeah, it's I can't for the do listener. that. I'm not going to look at you this time. If you've. <laughs> and now, anyway, let me finish this. All right, uh, and Finish if you, uh, he's going to ask you if it's a hornswoggle or no, no hornswoggle, and that means if it's a hornswoggle, he's BSing you. If it's no hornswoggle, he's telling you the truth. It is brought to you by Carl's Country Market. If you get two out of three correct, you're going to get a $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market on Pilgrim and Silver Spring in Menominee Falls, and then you will get a prize package from Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. You can have your choice of a nice first aid kit, or a selection of uh, fish attractant and an insect repellent. Bushy will ask you all those questions and get now, your if answers. You've won, if you've won in the last, say, six weeks, yeah. you know, try and give someone else a chance to call in. Yeah, so we're exactly. trying to spread 
trying to spread the wealth. Right. All right. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. Folks, good luck to the contestant. Seven, nine, nine, twelve, fifty. That's right. Number. Okay, the prize contests on the Cutting Edge Outdoors are the sole responsibility of the Cutting Edge Outdoors radio show and its sponsors. Any questions or comments should be directed to ceoguys at yahoo.com. Danny. Who do we got? Prizes are the sole responsibility of Tom. No, 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 no. All right, Dan. We got Jerome. We got Jerome and Walk Sean. All right. Hey, Jerome. Good morning, Jerome. Morning, guys. How you doing? Good, good. All right. Thanks for listening. Nice thing about you, Jerome. Your address is simple. It's not West three eight nine zero North eighteen fifty six thirty nine. Some of those addresses yeah. today, man. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. You know how Hornswoggle works? If I'm pulling your leg, you say Hornswoggle. If I'm speaking the truth, no Hornswoggle. So here we go. Squirrels. Today's topic is once again my favorite game animal, squirrels. Uh, the flying squirrel. The flying squirrel doesn't actually fly. It glides. Hornswoggle or no Hornswoggle? Uh, that's true. glide. Okay, so that's a no horn swoggle. No horn swoggle. No okay, come, come on, Jerome, get on that's the program. Okay. It gets here. confusing. It's co- okay, <laughs> next one. Uh, however, there are no flying squirrels in Wisconsin. Horn swoggle or no horn swoggle? I, you know what? I have to admit, I'm not an expert on squirrels, so I'm going to say horn swoggle. Um. That was a horn swoggle. There are flying. You've never seen a flying squirrel, Tom? I No, I never have. I saw one up by Shoot Pond camping with my father in 1967. That was the only flying squirrel that we in Wisconsin. Dad's idea of a tent was sleeping in the back of a 64 Pontiac or whatever he had, Chevy station wagon. And yeah, and I remember as a kid, it's one of those memories where we saw a flying squirrel go gliding on down. Oh, about I didn't know there were in, in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, I you're, saw one a couple of years you're ago one too. and one there, Jerome. Wait, wait yeah, he's uh, two for two, actually, Tom. Oh, he, he got, got them both, both. right? Yeah, oh, let, let's I'm see sorry. if you get the last ones. Oh, I'm here sorry. we go. Pioneers. Pioneers actually shooting the big old muskets, being as a musket ball would likely destroy what little squirrel meat there is, used to actually bark squirrels by shooting the musket ball right next to their head where it would cause them to, the concussion of the big musket ball hitting would just knock them senseless. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Oh, I'll say no hornswoggle. It is a no hornswoggle. You would have to pretty a damn good shot to do that. Because <laughs> those muskets weren't that accurate. Well, you know, old Daniel Boone could uh, shoot one. Yeah, so. that's that's all legend. <laughs> well, congratulations, Jerome. Good job, Jerome. So, Thanks, guys. Uh, what flavor bait mate uh, would you like as far as the fish attractant? 
Or do you want the Give first aid? Pen, or do you want the first aid kit? Oh, I got enough first aid kit. Okay. Getting hurt. Okay. So, what flavor fish attractant? What are my options? Well, well you got what do you like the fish? For? I think they got a walleye. walleye. They got the walleye. 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 Okay. okay, so we'll put you down for some walleye. And then, as far as your Coleman insect repellent, which everybody ought to stock up on now because that tick season's coming around. There's new diseases. Good news. Um, what kind do you want? Something with uh, 100% DEET, 40% DEET. Uh, I think they got a 20% or no DEET whatsoever. Au naturel. I'll go with the 40%. The what? Uh, 40%. The 40% DEET. Okay, sounds good. Also, I will be mailing you. A $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market, and they got some great, is it Carl's Country Meats? I don't no, know. No, Carl's Country, Country Market. Market. Yeah. They got some unbelievable stuff out there. Uh, you'll get those things separately. So uh, thanks for listening, and um, we uh, hope maybe a couple months from now, give us a call again. Maybe you can win again. Great. Thanks All right. So thanks, Jerome. Take care. Bye now. Well, good. We got a we got a winner. He uh, did good. He got all three of them. So anyway, and you didn't know about the flying squirrel no, or never, the barking. No, never. No, I think I think that's a hornswoggle no, that barking no, no, thing. I think Tom, I think you made that up. No, I didn't. Make you read that. that up. You read that Tom, in a magazine. Read... Who was making it up? You, you read... <laughs> I'll bet you if you googled it over there. I don't want to Google. <laughs> I don't want to Google. You Google girls all the time, <laughs> or is that Google? I don't, Ogle. Or Ogle. Ogle. What do you call it? Uh, or ogling or is it, oogling? Is it ogling? Oogling, ogling? I, who knows? I don't know. Speaking of oglings, I saw a dead <laughs> goose on the side of the road today. And I thought to myself, for every dead goose on the road, there's a hundred that should have been dead but weren't. What is it about waterfowl that they feel like, or birds in general, yeah. when they're on a road, they feel no... Uh, no, like no fear or something. They just goose no expect- urgency. Yeah, no, no urgency. urgency. There's yeah. no urgency on their half behalf. Especially geese. Unlike especially them. unlike the wily squirrel that <laughs> that can't make up its mind has a lot of urgency. <laughs> yeah, this way, that way, this way, that way, and whatever make the, the last minute decision they make. Yeah. Um, and then deer and so yeah. forth. Most, Go- most goose will just mammals just get across on. the road. Yeah, goose though they just waddle on by. You know, ducks. It easy. Yeah, yeah they, ducks too. Yeah. Ducks too. They they and yeah. turkeys now. It's, turkeys. It's a bird thing. Yeah, I it's a bird think thing. It is. Tom turkeys. Yeah. Turkeys don't want to move. They feel entitled. Yeah, they feel entitled. <laughs> that, this they is, this they is my be, road. They must be Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Good thing birds can't vote. Yeah, oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> Ooh, well, uh, we got a few more minutes before our uh, next update. Uh, so you got the numbers for the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they said it's coming on at two o'clock, but they got to do all those preliminaries. So it probably race isn't probably going to be until twenty after two, two thirty, something like that. And uh, we always take Belling's top four picks, and that's what we put our money on. And all we got to do is hope for an exacta at least, or a trifecta would even be better. Superfecta would be super, super. <laughs> well. Odds are I'll be coming in next week and handing you fifty bucks and saying, "Yep, oh well, yep, yeah." It, it, well, you know, well that's gambling. You know, I mean, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. You know, I mean, it's you know, but you could actually win pretty good. 
you know. You know, one thing, if... one thing about raffles and so forth, like if you go to a banquet, at least if you lose there, you know your money's going yeah, to a good to a cause. Good cause, yeah. Right. Did you win anything at the well, Ducks Unlimited? Was that Ducks Unlimited? Nice segue, Tom. That's where yeah. I was leading up here, just like we practiced oh. in our rehearsal this week. I'm just like, giving you the one Wait, minute sign. Is this sign. an eye test? No, this something? is a one minute you know, sign. Yeah, look up in the corner here. <laughs> follow, the follow my feet. He's yeah. got one finger like the yeah. eye doctor does. Yeah. Yeah. Follow my finger. It's <laughs> what, the one what minute sign. What the heck sign. are you doing over there? Well, I'll tell you what. How about after the sports update, you tell us what you won at the Ducks Unlimited raffle at Curly's Waterfront Pub? Why don't you tell me if there's something wrong with my eye muscles? <laughs> How did I do on that test? You, you did all right. You were looking at me and at Sam, and you you, you knew how to. Yeah, you were all right. Yeah, we might as well. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll save that for when we come back. Yeah, we're going to be back in just a little bit, folks. But right now, it is now for time for the sports update with St- Sam Schmitz. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Avon! <laughs> You're on the crazy train! Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Get your tickets punched right here for a ride on the crazy train with Dan Bush and me, Tom Neubauer. Sam Schmitz is sitting in today for Nick Bodie, and he's doing a wonderful job. We uh, welcome you back for the second hour. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. If you want to get involved with the show, you want to get any questions, comments, fish report, whatever, 799-1250 is the phone number, or you can email us at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Okay, we're back. What do you got on your list? Anything? Well, Tom. <laughs> oh, you were going to tell us I about was the raffle. last week, yeah, um, yeah. Ducks Unlimited. They had a nice gathering there. Oh, first let's talk about where I saw a mistake on the lake. Yeah, mistake on the lake. It was um, crappy weather again. It was what? cold, windy. Everybody's bundled up like it was winter. I got I got there at 10, so I did show up. I, got, I was there from 10 to 11. You showed up at 11. Well, and... All I got to say, Sally, is it wasn't what? that cold. It was. It cold. wasn't that bad. It was. It was crappy. There, but all the guys were there. <laughs> yeah, everybody the, was there. All the usual suspects. I talk. Speaking of brown trout, if you need brown trout, uh, Jim for your boil, Jim Dembeck, I think he told me he caught I don't know 140, 170 this year. Uh, he he oh, fishes yeah. from shore all winter long. Oh yeah. So when he's not catching thousands of muskies in the summertime he that's what he likes to do yeah okay. so someday when i retire tom i'm gonna be sitting with jim yeah well, on I some keep, pier i, I keep saying that I, I should middle be of going winter. who the heck is calling me why do you even have your phone on during a radio show well i'm, I'm gonna sam talk. this is like the most what why are you answering on the air tom oh okay we well, were talking call now okay like normally you would expect the millennial to like do stuff like this because we're always on our phones and stuff like that. Yeah. But well, I heard here, it was on it. here we are. We're surprised. 
you millennials. Yeah. So Sam, are are you a fisherman? Have you fished before? No, I was talking to. We were talking about this before the before the show. I I like fishing. Um, I haven't done it in a while. My family used to have a cabin up north, but they sold it a couple of years ago, so I haven't really had a chance to like do any outdoor stuff in a while. Um, haven't. Haven't ever been hunting, but I would love to in the future if I can. Um, I just got to get the, you know, do the get whole this. licensing and stuff like that before yeah. I can do it. So I'm, I'm down to do it. Okay. Now Tom's uh, that, caller you know is calling call in. Was? You know who that call was? Probably the no name bookie. No, that was my son Chris. He was up early today. I don't know what the heck he's doing. Is who is what? Oh, we were just having phone difficulties. He just, uh, he just needs to call again. Oh. Well, oh no. Well, he called my cell phone to tell me. He said the the the. The festivities of the Kentucky Derby start at 2, but the race isn't until like 5.30, 5.45. That's what he said. Maybe somebody else can confirm that. 799-1250. If you're Moving a Kentucky right Derby here, fan. John. Yeah. I mean, Tom. A, yeah, tell us about it. Uh, now I can't even remember what I was talking about. Uh, the the rap over there answering at, phones and the, the, getting <laughs> totally off track. We're busy here. Yeah, well, yeah, we're going off the this rails on the crazy room, train. You got that? We're cut? on a show. Going off the rails Ro- on the crazy train. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, uh, raffle. Curly's I can't water- remember you. Curly's Waterfront Pub, Ducks Unlimited raffle. We were talking about oh, mistake, we mistake on the lake. On the lake. So it was yeah. good. Oh, then I was talking about fishing, and then so anyway, yeah. good. Good to see all the guys at Smokey's yeah. Musky Shop. Musky bait sales were high, my friend. Yes, and rods and reels. The technicians yeah. were. They're busy. They were busy. Yeah, they were busy. They were very busy. Yeah. Um, then I went up to Waterfront, and it's a great place, venue to hold mm-hmm. your event. Met some nice people. Uh, I met. Uh, was talking to Dan White. I took my captain's class with him years ago. Okay. And he's got a new bait. Uh, he calls it the Bender, B-E-N-D-E-R. Okay. And apparently, I think he used to go up and work as a mate on a on a charter thing in Alaska. And they use herring there, I guess, okay. for like live bait. Yeah. And as they troll the herring through the water, the herring just loops in a circle. Yeah. yeah. Just loops. So he's made a soft plastic bait that does the same thing huh. in different sizes. And he says yeah. it works for muskie or if you want to troll for salmon. So I guess you can see it on, if you, if you YouTube, you, you just probably Google Bender Baits, B-E-N-D-E-R Baits. I guess he's a bunch of stuff yeah. on YouTube. Very interesting, though. So, quick question. Did you win the gun? I didn't win again, Tom. No? Oh, I haven't gun. won for a long time. You used to be pretty lucky at that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, even if I never win another, you know, raffle ever, I'm pretty much still ahead of the game. Speaking of new baits, I saw this this week. This is a, a lure out of Japan. Okay, you know your minnow imitating jerk bait, right? It's yeah. basically got a little lip on it, kind of like the your old standard floating rapala, right? Got a little right. lip, and the, the wiggles. Jerk bait sensation well, is well, yeah. So yeah. what what the Japanese done is that they took that lip off the front of that jerk minnow, okay? Took the lip off, and they put a metal square like on the back of the bait, so that when you bring it through the water, it makes the bait wiggle, kind of like it had a lip on the front. So I'm thinking, well, why did you put take the lip off the front, put a piece of metal on the back to make it look like it had a lip on the front? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know why they did that, but something different. You know, the Japanese are always coming up with something, you know. I'm, I'm thoroughly confused. 
with your description. <laughs> okay, there. just imagine your your uh, jerk minnow that's got a minnow imitating jerk bait. Okay, and you got a lip on the front, right? Yeah. Take off the lip. Yeah. And then on the back of the bait, between the body of the bait and the hook, there's a free flowing metal piece that's kind of like a square or oval or circle or something. And so when you bring the bait through the water, it wiggles the the minnow from the back end instead of wig- starting it in the front end when it had a lip. Mm. It wiggles it in the back. So I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be call that guy. bait. I I don't remember the tail wagger. I don't know. It was like in the tail wagging the dog. It was in Japanese. I couldn't read what Japanese. Are you reading Japanese I magazines I, for? I, could, I wasn't reading a Japanese. It was a thing on the internet. I get this stuff in for Japanese. About- well, I get this thing about bass fishing, okay, about all the big tournaments and stuff like that and where the big fish are caught. And so this was just one of the things in there that, you know, they come out with something different. And see, and that's the thing nowadays. People are taking stuff that's been around for years and then trying to improve on it or make it different, you know, to sellers. Right. Like you take the original frogs for bass, right? Yeah. Well, over the years, they have gotten better. Okay, without a doubt, they've gotten better. But basically, you look at them, and they're all basically the same. It's just different kind of legs or skirts or maybe hooks where they're angled differently or whatever. But they're all basically the same. They're all floating frogs, you know? So, Yeah, if it's a frog, you pretty much hope it floats. Yeah. I mean, they're all basically the same. They're just little bit of differences, and people are trying to, like, create a better mousetrap. You know, well, as a kid, I used to buy the old snag-proof frog, yeah, which wouldn't hook anything. Which wouldn't <laughs> hook anything. I caught one ten-inch bass once that got lucky and got the oh, hook. They would blow up on that in the lily pads, yeah. and uh, and I'd always miss them. Right, and those hooks were so dull on there, and they were so tightly pressed against the body, so you wouldn't snag up. So and your tip bit. is to bend those hooks I, away I, from I, the body I bring them out a little bit, them. yeah, but some of the frogs made nowadays, the newer ones, they are... And they probably have razor-sharp... Yes, razor-sharp hooks. They bend. They, the fish can squeeze them easier, but here's the biggest tip on using frogs in the lily pads and heavy weeds in the slop area. The biggest tip is when that fish blows up on the frog, do not set the hook right away. That's the biggest problem every person has is they throw that frog out, they start twitching, all of a sudden, boom, there's a big blow up, and they set the hook right away. Nine out of ten times, you're just pulling it out of its mouth. You wait until that line is tight. You let let the fish grab it and try to swallow it almost. you you, you got to wait a few seconds before you set the hook. Let, let me ask you, Tom, Tom, is it legal to use live frogs for bait? Uh, if... I remember correctly, it is, but you have to use what's called a frog harness. I wonder if I got the rigs. In. I got the regulations out in my car. Frog I, I harness? Yeah. I, I, you know, we'd have to get somebody actually, to call in, 799-1250, to help us on that. But I think you have to use a frog harness. I actually saw a video years ago. I still got it. It's from the North American Fishing Club, and they were fishing a river up... Uh, yeah, up, upper reaches of, uh, I don't know, the Mississippi or something, but it was a small river way up, I think, in northern Minnesota. And do you know what they were catching on little frogs? Walleyes. Walleyes. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. yeah. They did, did that. Uh, it's actually a tape. North American Fishing Club had a thing where you could send them your tape, and if it was good, they would put it on their 
fishing video series and pay you 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. I got on the tape. You did, I really? sent him a videotape of myself and my cousin catching some big pike up yeah. on the St. Louis River yeah. when I first got my old camcorder, yeah. and I won $300, and oh, I, I was awesome. on the video, and awesome. I think they even played the episode on TV. Wow. So it was awesome. almost like a TV star like you, Tom. Yeah, almost. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, frogs and walleyes, you re- you remember Bill Clancher who owned Musky Bills? You know years that, ago? that was right before my time when I first got to okay. the area. I started. Okay, yeah, well people people there. will remember. There's people in the audience who remember Musky Bills. Oh wait, before we do that, what do you got on the line? We got a Dennis from Boulder Junction. Oh yeah, our Boulder, Boulder Dennis. You guys want to hear from? Yes, our, our Boulder Junction connection. connection. Hello, Dennis. Good morning, guys. How the heck are you this We're morning? good. How are you We're doing? Good. I'm doing fantastic. Dan and Tom, I'm sitting in a boat fishing on a perfect morning with two good friends, Greg and Pete, and we're sitting on the water fishing for walleyes. Had a few bites, and the water temperature is 46.5. It's an absolutely gorgeous morning. So I don't have to ask you then, is the ice all gone? I guess it is, huh? Great. <laughs> Yes, the ice, Tom, the ice is gone on most lakes up here. We have one large lake up in our area, Trout Lake, that still has slush ice on it. And I would suspect that if we get any kind of a wind today, it'll it'll be gone. So, so are there? have you noticed a lot of boats moving around, a lot of people up there fishing for walleyes? On the lake that we're on right now, there's probably a dozen boats out here. It's okay. It's lake. And it uh, opened up a little earlier than some of the other lakes, so I had a chance to warm up a little bit and... And hopefully we were successful last year down here. We're going to try it again today, and hopefully we'll get our catch of walleyes. You're using minnows on those jigs? We're lo- using minnows and, and on plast- or on weedless jigs because we're fishing close to the shore. Okay. So, but we're using minnows on and dragging minnows on jigs, and they're uh, a light jig, about, what, an eighth-ounce feet? Eighth, yeah, about eight-ounce feet. <laughs> You're getting a live for, uh, broadcast right now from the lake. I don't worry. Yeah. Tom's answering his phone on the air. Well, yeah. and... well, I, I, well, it would be nice if you guys caught a fish while you were on the air, but that probably won't happen. Can, huh? can you at least fake it? Yeah. <laughs> Just, well, got to go. Got a fish. Yeah. Typically, that's yeah, what we get. Go, so. Yeah. So you're expecting nice weather up there in the in God's country? Yes. Tom, this week we had, uh, Wednesday we had two inches of snow on the ground. And it was like everybody's dauber was down because of the fact that winter just does not want to let go. But it's starting to warm up, and and uh, when you see blue water, boy, you get a good feeling to yourself. So. Yeah, really. Wow, that's great. You, you you said something interesting, Dennis. You said you're fishing weedless close to shore. I, I never, I've never fished shallow for walleyes, but Tom, oh, maybe yeah. you know Lots. too. But I I never did use a weedless jig. You must have a few logs around or something, or some uh, little some rack rocks in that. Yeah, exactly right, Tom. We're yeah. we're rocks and logs and a lot of rough. Terrain yeah. Here. Uh, if you didn't use a weedless, you'd be hung up and be retying. Yeah, that's why you would. Yeah, I I the you know the the, the shallow walleye stuff that I did, and I would usually myself I would use a sixteenth ounce jig in that shallow water. It was usually gravelly areas, you know. Right. Yep. So. Exactly. And that's about what we're fishing is gravel and, and logs and, and brush. Yeah. Are these are these post spawn walleyes that are just recovering from the spawn basically? I don't think so. I I, I know the uh, some of the spearing has started, so these fish are in shallow. So they are spawning now, or They're spawning? I believe yes. Okay. All right. 
No, he on uh, Pete just said he says on this lake because it's shallow, they may be done on this lake already. So yeah, they might be done there. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Well, Dennis, thanks for that report. We hope you catch some today. Good luck. Good luck, guys. We'll talk to you later. I'll keep you updated. All, All right, right. Take thanks, care. Pete. Uh, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Pete. That Dennis. was our Boulder Junction connection. Yeah, Dennis Royce up there in Boulder Junction. Oh, boy, we got to go to a break. And when we come back, uh, there was something that we were talking about, but I oh, I can't remember what it was. Frogs. We are talking about frogs. Yeah, we were talking about frogs. But, like, what, maybe one of our listeners will know. They'll look. They'll have the regulation book in front of them, and they'll look in there to see if you have to use a frog harness. I'm pretty sure you do. And I'll explain. Why would you have to use a frog harness, Tom? I'll tell you about that when we come back, all right? Yeah, all horn. right. We'll be it's right a back. Horn yeah, we'll be right back, folks. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. This is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. 799-1250 is the number. Fishing report, uh, you got a marital crisis, anything you want to talk about, give us a call. Uh, but right now, <laughs> on hold, who, who do, what do we have, Sam I am? We got Dan from Economic on the line for you. Okay, good morning, hey. Dan. Morning, Dan. Hello. Good morning. Oh, there he is. There he is. Hey, Dan Bush, how you doing? Doing good, buddy. You heard me mentioning your bender lure. Uh-oh, we Uh-oh. just lost him. Yeah, just... I was just uh, accidentally picking up the phone. He just dropped, so hopefully he can call back in a couple minutes. Yeah, so... Dan, Dan, call back. <laughs> That's your, that. I your... think I jinxed you when yeah. I said he yeah, hasn't screwed up screw yet. Up. It was down to happen. It was down to happen but... I jinxed you. Could oh, I'm worse. sorry. 799-1250, Dan, give us a call. You, know, you got an Call's email back. there in front of you want to mention? I got a quick? couple of them. Yeah, here's... While we wait for Dan to All call right, back. Here, sorry, Dan. Uh, this comes from Ray... Ray says, morning, guys. I need new line on three of my reels. Any suggestions about where to go? Thanks in advance for your help. Well, we don't know, Ray, if you're looking for fluorocarbon, braid, monofilament. Do you want to put it on yourself? You're going to go someplace where they put it on for you? I mean, well, I don't know. Um, I would say that um, one of our fine sponsors, Midwestern Shooter Supply, has a huge fishing selection, yep. which you wouldn't think with the name Midwestern Shooter Supply. Right, yeah. But they've got a huge line sec- section up there, so that's a short drive up. Yeah, if you live around here, Sherpers has got a great or line Sherpers. selection. Yeah, yeah. we got a like, great line selection, but we don't put it on for you. Or Kmart. <laughs> I used to yeah. buy a lot of stuff well, at Kmart. Try to find a Kmart store nowadays. Yeah, right. I didn't my even buddy know Chris Emmel, stuff. Yeah. My buddy Chris Emmel shoplifted three Cardinal Reels out of oh, there back in 1960s. That's terrible. He guy. finally got so, arrested. We so wouldn't Ray, hang around with him. you got to tell us, you know, uh, what kind of line you're looking for and, uh, you know, if you want to put it on yourself or have somebody put it on for you and, you know, what kind of fish that you're fishing for, so let get, send us another email or call us at 799-1250. Now we're going to go back to Dan. Good morning, Dan. Hey, good morning again. Guys. Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, we uh, we got a little bit goofed up here, but uh, anyway, you probably heard me talking about your bender bait. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, 
sure. Uh, yeah, the uh, the lure actually came from a design from a cut plug herring I uh, worked up in Alaska uh, as a chartered boat captain up there offshore, and uh, from learning all their techniques was uh, using herring for baits, uh, the primary uh, rig up there. So then all everybody wants to rig their herring differently, and. So I actually wanted to incorporate that with musky fishing because I'm a musky nut um, at heart. So I uh, I designed this and I figured, hey, it might work for muskies, and it does really well. Let me ask you: When you were how, how many years were you uh, charter cap? You know, up there in Alaska. Worked, uh, um, just one season up there uh, out of Ketchikan. And and what you were fishing for salmon, basically the king salmon. Yep, king salmon, uh, all the rockfish. Uh, we had the uh, um, all, all the like the cohos or the silver salmon, the dogfish, and then all the bottom fish, rockfish, uh, halibut, uh, lingcod. Uh, yeah, you'd catch all it's, sorts. Of... It sounds it sounds pretty fascinating. I've never been up there, but it, uh, you know, I guess everybody tells me the fishing is just fabulous up there. So I guess Alaska has to be a bucket trip for me. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. Dan, I, I got a question for you. Uh, where, where can people find your lures? Oh, it's at BenderLures.com. Okay. And, yeah, we just, got, we just launched it here a couple months ago. I, I've actually worked on these lures for six years, <laughs> and I just finally got them to where I want them. And you've got, like, three different sizes, correct? Yeah, I have the 7-inch, 5-inch, and then we'll have the 3-inch here probably within the month. Now, are, you gonna, are these for casting or trolling or both? Uh, both. It's for shallow water casting, so if you're going to use them for muskies, you, wanna, uh, you definitely want to, uh, um, well, you can cast with them. You just let them sink for a minute, you know, just, or just a little bit. Uh, but, but trolling, however method that you usually get down, I, I tell people, however they're going to troll with a, uh, like a, a walleye uh, spinner, you know, or uh, like a, what do they call those? A bottom bouncer? Crawler harness type rig or yeah, something like that? harness, you know, because it weights about the same. So however you get... get so it. there's not a lip on it that's going to make it dive. you got to get yeah. it down deeper, just like a crawler harness. Yeah. So. Correct. You know, like any any method that you would use on, on on Lake Michigan, also they uh, you know getting them down to depth. You know, like a spoon. This is kind of I don't want to get too far off base, but it, it's kind of like a, a spoon action. It, it it really flashes, creates a lot of flash. Gotcha. Hey, uh, you think they'll have them over at Smoke Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, Bar and Casino? Possibly. Um, yeah, I'd like I've to see them. Yeah, I talked to Ron. He might put some in. I'd like to see him. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, we'll do that. We we did get some in Raleigh and Helens up up north in Manaqua, uh, so they they have them available. All all you need is one giant muskie to get caught, and the word get out, and everybody will be buying it. So <laughs> everybody that's will what buy you it. gotta. That's what you gotta pray for there. Actually, yeah, I do. We do have a pretty good uh, good friend of mine, uh, Andy Lapine. We we were prototyping this. Uh, he he helped me with that, and he actually caught the the first muskie on one of my lures, and that was his personal best. It's a, it's a heck of a fish, too. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, all right. Well, well thanks Dan, for calling, thanks Dan. for calling. Hey, thank you well, guys. Uh, I I enjoy uh, listening to you every Saturday. Well, thank, thank you. Right. Appreciate it. Bye now. Take right. care, man.
Okay, we got another email here from uh, Ted. Ted says that the Kentucky Derby race is after 5 o'clock. Like, that's what I thought. When I heard the Why other day. Why did you say 2 o'clock? Well, that's what they said on the news, 2 o'clock. And it's like, you okay. sure you didn't I thought they it. upped it up. Well, it's Here's all, what they hey, said. Hey, that's always possible. Pre-race coverage starts at 2. Probably, yeah. Right? Yeah, huh? probably. That's how the official yeah. promo Well, my was. wife says I don't listen the to her. So maybe I don't. Yeah, Kentucky okay. Derby on CBS. So the race is Pre-race after 5. Pre-race coverage starts you, at 2. Yeah, usually it's around 5.30. Whatever it's on. Anyway, and then he asks, what horses are you betting on if you can reveal them. Yeah, I can reveal them. It's easy. We're betting on uh, horses 5, 7, 16, and 19. What are the names, Tom? I have no idea. Tom, I let the know no, the name. I, I let the no-name bookie like do that. Lucky Lady. Hey, or I, I let the no-name bookie take care Billy of all of that steak. stuff. 5, 7, 16, and 19. Mac. I can tell you, Tim Allen went with uh, the horse Win, Win, Win. Yeah, that's... Just based I, on name. Oh, yeah, that, that might be one of them. I don't know. I have no clue. I know that a couple of favorites are in, but I know a couple of longer shots are in, like 20 to 1. They got some kind of wild names and horses. Here'd be a good name. Just Win Baby. Yeah. A- My money's on Just Win Baby. Yeah. Just, I'd bet. I remember, uh, remember when there was the dog track down in Kenosha? Yes. Okay. I, I went there a few times, and uh, what I did was I bet on any dog that had a name to do with fishing or hunting, if it was closely related. And the one time I went down there, well, one time I didn't win anything, but one time I went down there and was just betting on that stuff, and I actually won. I, I mean, I didn't win a lot, but I won some money, yeah, just betting on anything that had an outdoorsy name to it. So we got to go to a break. I guess. It's getting late. Hey, folks, stay tuned. We got a couple more segments coming up. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. And Sam Schmitz is sitting in today for Nick Bodie. He's doing a wonderful job, except for that one. He hung up on Dan. But <laughs> and we'll never let you forget it. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back right here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Tom, before I forget, today, Saturday, May 4th, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Ronald Reagan High School, which is on 20th, right off Layton, there's a fundraiser. Uh, there's a mattress fundraiser sale. Save up to 50% off retail on these bedding products. And uh, they got quality beauty rest stuff. Uh, looks like pillows, mattresses, brand new factory warranties, uh, Name brands like Simmons, Beauty Rest, Layaway Delivery, Cash Check, Credit Card. So if you've been looking to get something, uh, rather than go to a big box retail, why don't you help out a fundraiser for a school that can really use the help, helps their athletic program save up to 50%, like I said. So swing by there from 10 to to 5 today. Tell them Bushy sent you. Yeah, there you go. There we go. 
All righty. You know, I should check to see if we got a, a, another email or not. Uh, nope, 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 no emails. So uh, looking forward to the Kentucky Derby. Uh, a big win uh, for the Brewers. They need all they can get. Big win for the Bucks, kicking Boston's butt. So <laughs> a lot of stuff going on right now. You know, it, 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 this is the time in the sports world, except for now, October is like the best time in sports because you got baseball, football, and basketball. You got it all, you know, in October. So uh, do we have somebody from Smokey's Musky Shop, or are they too busy? No, we got Mark in the line for you guys. Oh, we do. Great. Hey, Mark. Good morning. Are you guys busy? Uh, a little bit. But, yeah? Uh, you know, we're muddling through. Yeah, a lot of, lot of boats at the parking lot launching? Sure, sure. It's full. It's full, so, so <laughs> don't launch there. Are, it's full. Is it mostly? We can sneak a few more in there. Mostly yeah. musky schmoes, or are there some bass guys, or what? A little bit of everything, you know, selling crappie minnows, and yeah. we've got we've got some musky suckers and stuff, and uh, that might work today because the water's pretty cold. There yeah. was actually ice in the bottom of our rowboats this morning when we got here. Really? Yeah, wasn't that wonderful? What? Um... <laughs> Uh, what, oh, what's the report on crappies out there? Have you heard anything yet? Not really. I don't know if, uh, you know, I'm hoping to, to try and figure out where they are today with some information. But uh, I know some guys were getting a few off the off the rock bar out here. Right. But other than that, uh, you know, I haven't heard too much. Now, you've got both regular boats, rowboats for rent, and boats with motors for rent, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got them both. Yeah. Um, you know, we got some real nice, uh, we bought them last year. Yeah. The Lumacraft 14 footers. And those are nice boats too. They're wider. They're thicker. You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're built they're well. Solid yeah, they're solid. Footers. Yeah. They got one flaw, no cup holder. <laughs> well, you need that Mark. <laughs> uh, I, I can't stand, you know, spilling my bloody Mary. Oh yeah. no, you can't have that. Hey, is there a musky uh, tournament going on today? With don't don't they have like the Quad City Challenge or whatever? Uh... Yeah, they got some uh, muskies Inc. Uh, usually, we got the Wisconsin boys against the Illinois boys um, today and uh, half day tomorrow. From oh, Monday. okay. You know, you know, years ago I was out and I had a guiding job. A guy and his son from Oshkosh. And it was the opening day, and the muskie thing contest was going on with all the guys. And we fished hard all day long and didn't do anything. One lazy follow. And I said, well, let's just troll the weed edge on our way in. And we caught a 47-incher. <laughs> and when we came in, Dank was sitting there at the pier, old crazy Dank. Yeah. And he said, how'd you do? And I said, "Hey, yeah, we got a 47-incher. And he just looked at me with a perplexed, bewildered look on his face. And he didn't say anything. And then later I found that there wasn't like a single fish caught all day long by all the, by anybody yeah. from Illinois, yeah. from the Wisconsin, from the Milwaukee club. So really lucked into it with that uh, 47 yeah. inch. Of course, theirs is casting only. They yeah, no trolling with yeah. them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I know last year, I think was the first year in length. And they've been doing this for probably better than 25 years. Last year was the first year where, yeah, nobody caught a. Musky. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Well, what what is the water temp out there? It's cold. It's like forty nine, um, but it it should you know with the sun finally shining on it today, things should pick up a little. Yeah, it should. Well, Mark, thanks for taking thanks the time. Thanks for the report, there, us. buddy. Yeah. And Rick says hi. Yeah. Hey, okay, hi to say Rick. Hi to Rick for us. All right, now get back to work. 
<laughs> oh, easy. No, I still have, yeah, I've hey. got to complete my sensitivity training. Hey, like I tell the people at Sherpers, less talk, more work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Some of your own advice sometimes. I know. <laughs> I Take should. Care. Thanks, Mark. All bye. Right, guys. God bless. Take yep. Care. All right. Bye, Mark. That's funny. Yeah, I, I do say that. I joke with the, the young people at Sherpers. Hey, you. You know, they'll be talking. Right. And I'll walk by and say, hey, you, let's talk. More work. <laughs> and you can imagine what they say to me. <laughs> and it's not, yes, sir, Mr. Neubauer. No. Yes. It's not that. <laughs> Maybe, okay. Maybe, huh? maybe we should get a report from Paul Mahalik today too. You want to? Yeah, let's. Uh, I'll let's, find his number. I got it I'm right sure here. He's, I'm sure he's fishing somewhere. So yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we're gonna take a break. We'll see if we can get a hold of uh, the exemplary guide, Paul Mahalik. Give us an update. I know he's on to panfish. I know that he's got to be. He he's actually, him and Jim Dembeck actually went and got a bunch. Yeah. On a Madison Lake. Sure. I know. Paul likes that area there. We'll find out more, hopefully, from Paul Mahalik. Paul likes to eat fish. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. 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 Matter. Oh, we had our first uh, meal of those crappies last week that me and my son crossed. Caught. Caught. Yeah. We're going to have a few more of them. Yeah. And they were uh, they were just fine. You know, uh, I can't get into this right now. I'll, I'll tell you when we come back, maybe. Uh, 799-1250 is the phone number. We're going to take a quick break. Hopefully talk to, talk to Mr. Paul Mahalik, get some... Uh, panfish tips uh so stay tuned for more we'll be right back it's the final countdown all right folks this is the last segment and on the line we have our good friend paul mahalik expert guide expert fisherman good morning paul morning guys how are you doing now let me guess you're either on your way or you're on the water already i am on my way <laughs> I, I knew it i knew it it's a beautiful day why not right and, and it was so cold this morning i had frost on my vehicle this morning i'm going to wait for the water to warm up a little bit you y- know? yeah we were just talking to one of the guys out at Smokies, and he said that there was ice in in the rental boats I, I believe it, but yeah, my vehicle, my grass, it was a hard frost last night. Wow, and wow. It was only 37 degrees uh, this morning when I checked at 6 o'clock. Wow. Now uh, you're on your way out to Madison? I am. How did I know that? <laughs> if, if you don't want to tell anybody where you go, maybe you can, not exactly where you go, but what, what lake are you hitting today? I am going to hit Lake Wabisa. Okay, okay. Have you, you know, been out it, there? It's, it's, you know, it's one of the smaller lakes on the chain, so it warms up a little quicker, and then I I progress and do Monona and then move to Mendota. Right. Uh, have you been doing well on the uh, crappies, bluegills, and that so far this year? Well, it's been a, it's been a roller coaster as far as, uh, you know, the days where it's, uh, fair, you know, you get a, a warming spell, the fish bite, the uh, one day you go and catch a bunch of fish. The next day you go uh, after a front, uh, and you only catch a handful. Yeah, it's been up, up and down. And I know I was fishing uh, uh, lake out of uh, Lake Mills, and uh, actually the water temperature dropped 12 degrees in six days. Wow! So that's it's huge. It's huge, you know. Yeah. Now, uh, at this time of the year, are you going to be going for crappies and bluegills this morning? Well, what I do this time of year, because everything is still in the weeds, 
we touch, uh, well, we will start, you know, being so cold, we'll try some bobbers with some uh, golfer live bait on it. And then we'll start flinging small jigs with golfer or a piece of crawler. And uh, doing that, you can catch your bass, walleye, get bit off by a muskie or a pike. And, and you can, well, it's it, it, this time of year, that first month, it's, uh, it's really an excellent way to fish because you can uh, get multi-species uh, just flipping a jig with gulper or crawler. Yeah, well, now that it's open, yeah, you can do that yes. since the game fish is open. So, exactly. And, and, uh, and you can actually, and I was actually doing it last week one day when it was warm and uh, never caught no game fish, but caught uh, some real nice uh, bluegills doing that mm-hmm. too. And once that water temperature gets over, you know, 50 game is really on for casting versus a bobber. Right. You know, uh, my son and I were out on Okachi on Easter Sunday, and, uh, man, we had a great day for crappies. Great day. It was fantastic. So. Oh, yeah. And they mainly bit, bit on minnows under bobbers, but we also right. caught quite a few on mini mites with a waxworm. So it, it was a good, it was a good uh, morning for us, yes. Good morning. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to uh, now that the game fish is open. You know, now you can, like I say, you can. Uh, those walleyes are still in the weeds. The the bass are pre You know, everything is everything's in the weeds right now, and uh, it's uh, and off the first break too. You know, the like the gills and stuff that are staging. Yeah. You know, there. So it's uh, it's a very good time of the year. Uh, to, uh, for a, a good bite. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting out to Pewaukee, catching uh, some of those legal walleyes that they got floating around in there. Yeah, I'm going to try Delavan tomorrow. Yeah, it's, we're supposed to have some rain coming in, and yeah, tomorrow I like, night I heard. Yeah, well, they're or, they're changing all the changing. Time. Yeah, the, l- later uh, mid af- mid to late afternoon now. So okay. so if you I'm go in the mor- if you go in the morning, that'll be perfect. Well, yeah, I, I like to go with just before the stuff is coming in, especially right. on Delaware, it's so clear. Right. And uh, and then up there, you're fishing weeds, too, but the weeds are deeper out there, so you just got to fish according to the weed breaks. Right. Oh, uh, oh you got to turn on your mic, Bushy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't turn on my mic. Well, you He turns on my well, mic. Well, you can. It's right there. No, that's what the producer says. So this is Dan, <laughs> Paul, and... Uh, Everything's got to be so difficult. Um, what uh, what are you going to do to target uh, the walleyes in Delavan? Jig and minnow, or, or what do you do? No, no, I very seldom. If I use minnows at all, it's mainly ice fishing on tip-ups. Even for crappies, I never I never use minnows. I use gulper crawlers or larvae, you know, waxworms or spikes. And uh, walleyes, I'll just put a gulp or a... It's some sort of plastic bait or or a, or a piece of crawler. Okay. It, it all it all it all works. You know, sometimes it's uh they prefer you know like a crawler versus uh plastic, but you play around with colors and uh, and see what works the best. Gotcha. Right. Well, Paul, uh, do you have any more questions for Paul? I've been talking to him for like well, five do they, minutes. Do they have any big? I know there's big pike in Delavan. Do they have any big walleyes in there? There's some nice walleyes in there too. Now they've had that 18 inch size limit for a long time, so there's some nice fish in there. Uh, uh, a lot of smaller ones too, but uh, they're fun to catch. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Well, thanks for spending some right, time Paul. with us, Paul. We appreciate it. Well, good to hear from you guys. All right. All right. Good luck. Take care. Okay.
Okay. Oh, Paul, Paul, what's your yeah. phone number in case anybody wants to go out with you? Sure, 414-520-0542. All right, thanks, Paul. Take care, Paul. Right, okay, bye now. Bye. Yeah, Paul Paul always puts people on fish. Well, the thing, the nice thing about Paul, he's a multi-species guy. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I normally just do the muskies mm-hmm. on Pewaukee. Uh, I've gotten lazy in my old age. But it, so if someone calls and says, oh, I want to take a bunch of kids out, go do this, catch whatever, I give them Paul's number because yeah. he'll just take them out and mm-hmm. what, you know, get them some panfish or some yep. bass or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I have to, I, I do something a little bit different than Paul does for walleyes. Uh, I, I've, I've lived under the rule, and I've, you know, you've read this in magazines probably. I don't know. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but. It's like spring and fall for the walleyes, I use minnows, but then in the summertime, you know, after spawn, after spawn or let's put it that way, after spawn, then I like using a half a crawler. Well, let's say a little further after spawn. Once they're in their summer pattern, you know, a uh, half a crawler on a jig. And I, I'll use the crawler or leeches, mainly the crawler, uh, for all summer long until we hit the fall when it starts getting cold. Then I'll go back to minnows again. I've, that that has always worked for me, and and I always use smaller minnows in the spring and bigger minnows in the fall, from just relying on the fact that a lot of small fish they got spawned in the spring, so there's a lot of little fish around. But then in fall, those have grown up a little bit, you know. So the 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 forage base that the fish are feeding on is a little bit bigger. So I'll use the bigger ones in the fall, smaller ones in the spring. You mentioned the targeting the walleyes on Pewaukee. Yeah. Where would you go right now if you were fishing for walleyes today in Pewaukee? Where, what areas would you try? I can't tell you that. Come on, that's a secret. Come on, don't act all like, don't go all bass tournament angler on us. If I, if I tell you, I'd be. You don't even go for them, so I'm just saying. Yeah, I I have in the past. Sure, I have. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. You did? Oh, God, yes. Last year? No, no. no, I said in the past. Okay. When there were plenty of walleyes there. Twenty years ago, but. But now I know right. Changed. I know right where I'd go. But here's the thing: if I were to tell everybody, I'd be accused of collusion, well, you, <laughs> and I don't want to be colluding with anybody. How come you? <laughs> he'll ask everybody else, Sam. He'll ask everybody else to say exactly what they're doing and what's going on. But when it comes to his time, you know, oh no, I'm not saying. You I'm don't ta- even have a boat anymore. I use my son's boat, you know. So, but. I here here's a I'll tell you what. I'll tell you of a hot spot. No, you right won't. now. Right now he's gonna lie. No, no, I'm gonna tell you yeah, the hot spot. We shamed him into giving us a false report. I'm, and, I sh- and I sh- my, if my son warning, cr- if warning, my, warning, Will Rogers. If my son, what you're about to yeah. hear is pure no. deflection. No, if my he's son get Chris, if my son Chris is listening, he's gonna be just throwing up his arms, shaking his head. He's gonna be all upset. So I hope he's not listening. In the springtime. The walleyes go up the Oconomowoc River, up by the, the dam there, between, uh, between Okachi and Oconomowoc. Correct. Okay. They come, there's tons of them. I went out there a couple week, last week and was looking at all these walleyes, some really big ones too. But anyway, so when they're done with their thing, they come out of that river, and then they'll go, they'll stay along that weed line, left or right. They'll come right out of it, and sometimes just in the weeds or just on the weed line edge. And I'm telling you, this time of year, when the walleyes open up, Guaranteed. They are there. You come out of the mouth of the river, go left or right, stay in the shallow weeds. Uh, some of it is intermittent weeds and whatever, or just go out a little bit to the weed line edge. 
And I'm telling you, you will find wallies because they come right out of the river. You know, they got that's where they're going to go, and know, that's where they came from. I know exactly where you're talking yeah. about. And years yeah. ago, when I used to uh, musky fish out there with suckers in the fall, that was one of my areas that I'd oftentimes get a, get bit. Yeah, is right on that same area. Yep. And uh, just let us know when there's 30 seconds, Sam. Okay. But yeah, that, that I mean, I like I said, my son would be all upset because if we're out there bass fishing and bluegill fishing or doing whatever kind of fishing. We'll want to go down that one weed line and catch a few walleyes, and we always do. <laughs> They're there. There's big fish there. Yeah, all right. We got 30 seconds, Dan. I got nothing else. Okay, that's all I got. Me too. To all the listeners, thanks for listening, and God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. I'll be back next week with a fishing report. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.